this episode of The Should Life, I am so excited to announce that I'm currently running a super special price for my one-on-one two-hour inner voice sessions. These sessions are typically $222. Right now, they are $88. If you've been curious about connecting with your inner voice, or if you're experienced with inner voice work, this is perfect for you. These virtual sessions are also recorded, so you're able to go back and listen to the guidance of your inner voice again and again. Clients show up to inner voice sessions with questions big and small. Concerns about body image, money, career, family, relationships, global issues, and so much more. And their inner voice always comes through to provide them with exactly what they need. Stop letting the mind keep you running in circles and allow your intuition to guide you instead. Head to nomoreshouldlife.com and click on inner voice sessions to learn more and schedule your inner voice session. I'll see you there. To another episode of The Should Life. This is your host, Jessica Lee Labe, and today we're talking about the inner voice and chronic illness. Let's get into it. Hey, gorgeous, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of The Should Life. I'm so glad you're here. Season three, we're getting into it. I am loving all the content that is going to be coming in this season. Um, It is just like flowing out of me right now, and I am super excited. And today, we are talking about a topic that's really near and dear to my heart, and that is the inner voice and chronic illness. I'm sharing a lot about my story with chronic illness. I have endometriosis, and how the inner voice has really guided me and helped me throughout this journey. Now, I'm not really getting into the beginning of my health journey with endometriosis because that would be a super long episode. I'm kind of coming in where I am now because as you may or may not know from past episodes, I have a surgery at the beginning of 2023. I have an endometriosis excision surgery and hysterectomy that is coming up. So this is like super fresh in my mind. I've got all the emotions showing up around them. And so as they show up for me, I want to share them with you in real time because this is real life. Maybe you or someone you love is also going through something like this. Maybe you're also struggling with chronic pain or a chronic illness. And the inner voice can be such an incredible asset to us, to those of us who live every day in pain or every day with an invisible illness. I've seen how my inner voice has helped me accept and advocate for myself throughout my journey with endometriosis. And I've also walked alongside my clients who live with chronic illnesses as well and have seen the magic that has come out of living a life, embodying, honoring this guidance of their inner voice. 
So like I said, I want to start where I am now because it's really fresh. And something that has happened to me recently is I have realized that, you know, I talk a lot about searching for things outside of yourself in your healing journey and how common it is to look outside of ourselves for the answers. We're taught to read this next book, listen to this next podcast, talk to this next doctor, you know, talk to all your coworkers and friends, write pro-con lists, do all the things before you can make an informed decision. When the truth is you have the ability to tap into your intuition, what I call the inner voice, for the best guidance that you can ever get. Why? Because your inner voice is your truest version of you. It's your fully expressed self. It's source. It's God within you. It is the universe within you. So why would you look to all these other people who don't live in your body every day, who don't live in your mind every day, and who don't have the inner voice guidance, the same inner voice guidance that you do. We all have inner voices, but they're all going to lead us differently because we are unique beings. So what I have noticed in my personal journey lately with my chronic illness is how our search for things outside of ourselves can collide with our physical healing journey. So we keep searching for things outside of ourselves to heal our physical being. To me, this is what I'm realizing is this is not necessarily coming from a place of true healing. It's coming from a place of, well, this next thing will make me better. This next thing will heal my trauma. If I'm feeling this physical sensation that I don't like, that means there's something wrong with me and I have to heal it. So what I'm seeing is this is something I was doing and I also see this in other people is we're just moving it from if I go on this next diet, then I'll feel attractive. If I just work with this coach, then I'll be successful. So we're taking it away from that and shifting it to, well, I just need to get certified in this healing certification and then I'll heal myself or I just need to go in and heal this trauma and then I won't feel this pain anymore. This is something that I recognized in myself that what I thought was helping me was actually leading me further and further away from what truly was the next best step and the next best step actually really surprised me. The more and more I I identified as the pain. The more I identified as the pain and as this illness, as this diagnosis, the more I became attached to my physical being, the more attached I became to my physical vessel, my body. And when I was able to separate, the separation that occurred through letting go, through releasing, through complete surrender, And I had thought that I had been practicing surrender before, but the thing was, even as I was practicing different forms of surrender and releasing, I still had the outcome in the back of my mind that I wanted. I was still attaching in some capacity. And so the greater my identification with my physical experience, the greater my attachment to my body the greater that resistance was within myself. 
the more difficult I was making it for myself, the greater my suffering was because I wasn't able to truly, truly release. And that true release happened when I was able to identify that I had been searching. I had been searching for something outside of myself by turning it inward. I had been thinking that if only I could heal more trauma. Surely, I had told myself, surely there just has to be more more trauma, more limiting beliefs that I have to uncover, that I have to heal because otherwise I wouldn't feel this way. Can you see how sometimes these belief systems, if we are not aware of them, can become really toxic? I found that I was a victim to this. I know others in the coaching industry that have had these types of experiences as well, where it's like, well, but this is what I've been taught. And this is when we need to really be able to tap into what's actually going on. This is where we actually have to get into our own body because this is a journey where you can have community around you. You can have a mentor with you, a guide, a doctor, but at the end of the day, you are your greatest teacher, healer, advocate, mentor, because you are the one who exists within your body 24-7. So this is where being able to actually feel the body and being able to actually create a physical vessel that allows all emotions to show up and to be released is so paramount because I didn't realize what I was doing until I was able to get in my physical body, until I created sacred spaces within my day for these emotions to come up. Now, these sacred times that I have like pocketed throughout my day have always been there. And it's because of that, that this information flowed up so then I could actually receive it. Otherwise, I would have mindlessly been thinking, well, all these other teachers have told me and I've read here and I've heard in this podcast here that all I have to do if I have pain is I have to release it somehow. It's symbolic of something deeper. Is there truth in that? Yes. Is that 100% true? No. And this is where if, if you're with a coach or a mentor or a physician or a therapist who is telling you that they have all the answers and that if you just do everything they say, then you're going to be whole, happy, healthy. I can tell you that's not in your highest and greatest good. Because who we really want walking next to us are people who are there to open up what is already within us. What I teach my clients is that you have always had everything you've needed. I'm here to show you how to access it. I'm here to facilitate you accessing your inner voice accessing these emotions that didn't feel safe to exist in your body previously, we're going to create that safe space now. We're going to retrain the mind. We're going to retrain the nervous system. So then you on your own, without you being in a paid container, without you having weekly appointments, you having these tools in these moments 
can have these types of revelations of holy shit, this was a pattern. And I know it because I've experienced it. This is the power of this work that I embody. And because I have seen how deeply it has impacted my own journey with a chronic illness, leading me to the next best step, the next best step, the next best step, releasing, 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 and and recently releasing even deeper, recognizing that in thinking that I needed to release more, I was actually causing myself harm and I was actually putting off this medical procedure that was the next best step right in front of me. And instead of being able to see that, I was turning the attention inward in a toxic way, in an unhealthy way, saying, what's wrong with you? Because if I'm feeling this way, that means there is something wrong with me because this isn't right. This isn't how I should feel. So I'm creating all of this suffering within myself because I am identifying as my body, my friend, my gorgeous, beautiful, whole, abundant friend. I want you to please hear this. Pain does not equal not being good enough. There is nothing inherently wrong with you. You have always and always will have everything that it is that you need. And once I was able to get to the point of complete surrender, maybe yourself or someone you know has talked about this in terms of dating. I feel like we hear this a lot and this happened for me as well. Once you get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm totally at peace with being single for the rest of my life. That's when love shows up. This is the same thing that happened for me in terms of my relationship with my chronic illness. And that is once I was able to get to a point where I wasn't surrendering with the hope in the back of my mind that that would lead to the end of my pain, I was surrendering with no strings attached. I was surrendering and then completely letting go, letting go more deeply than I ever had before with the intention that if I never feel any different than I do right now, I still know that I am okay, that I'm more than this, that I am not actually my body. And that is what has led me to, ironically, (laughs) leaning into Western medicine, leaning into the next best step for me, which is this surgery I'm having um, or maybe I already have had, it depends on when you're actually, when I'm releasing this episode and when you're listening to it, my endometriosis excision surgery and hysterectomy. I went to my inner voice about these surgeries and you can listen to the recording of um, an amazing inner voice facilitator, Lorna, um, facilitated me going into my inner voice. Unfortunately, the audio is like absolute shit in that episode. So you may or may not be able to actually understand what my inner voice was telling me. But essentially, it was telling me, this is what is next. You have done everything that you could do. It asked me, why are you still holding on to something that's causing you so much pain, which is beautiful on multiple levels. It told me that once I had the hysterectomy, that I would be creating more space within myself for what is then to follow. I would have never been able to get that beautiful insight from my inner voice, from my body, 
from my emotions. If I was continuing to search for something outside of myself and turning my daggers inward and blaming myself and my physical body and my past trauma that I was trying to like conjure up to heal in the hopes that I would not feel this pain anymore. Am I saying that this is the answer for you? No, because once again, we can't. No one person can say what is best for another one person. This is my experience. This is what I guide my clients in, is finding what is right for you. My process is not cookie cutter because you are not cookie cutter. That's the beauty of the inner voice work. That's the beauty and also the frustration is that it's very individualized. And yes, I can guide you along every step of the way to find out, is this the mind? Is this the inner voice? Is this truth? Is this steering you maybe away from or out of alignment? All of that we can work on together. And it's also beautiful that then you can take all, you can scoop up all of that beautiful insight and information and transformation that you experience and take it into your real world and apply it and embody it and use it in your relationships, in work, in your career, in your creativity, in your health journey. It never ends. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This is your reminder that you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. You can find me over at Instagram at Jessica Lee Labe. That's Jessica.LeeLeigh dot Labe, L-A-I-B, and my website at NoMoreShouldLife.com. If you're ready to activate your intuition and start living your soul-aligned life, send me a DM and let's do this. Thank you.